Welcome to the Investor Shed Podcast with Nick Beveridge, the ultimate source for all things investing and beyond. For free tools, tips, and tricks, go to NorthIdahoREI.com. Today's episode features Kevin Pickford. Kevin is a former professional baseball pitcher turned real estate agent, owner, and investor. He goes over his days playing ball, his investing portfolio, and the ways he makes his money. All right, Kevin Pickford, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for inviting uh, me. Yeah. So if you don't mind, uh, tell us a little bit about Kevin Pickford and how how did you come to North Idaho? Well, I'm one of those that came from a different state. I'm not going to say what state because people will hang up now or not stop listening. <laughs> but I came up from Fresno, California. Um, Fresno, okay. Yeah, we moved up here 15 years ago. Yeah, so a long time ago. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So 2005-ish? Yeah, so we... About the time I was graduating high school. We bought our home in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, young guy. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> so 2004, we bought it, moved up here in uh, 05, I believe. Yeah. Like okay. So what, what made you want to come here? Uh, just slow down the pace of living. Just somewhere there's four seasons. Now we're looking at sometimes in these long winters going, what did we do? No. <laughs> uh, so yeah. my family, we, we also migrated from like San Diego. Oh, gotcha. Like from yeah. Southern California. Yeah. And um, yeah, my, my dad was, um, every winter he was like, why, why did we do this? Right, we got to right. go back. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's still here. It's he not so care. much the winters. It's, <laughs> it's like February and March. And even now wearing a jacket still in May. Yeah. It's, it's just like, hey, it's time to be in some shorts and flip-flops and uh, yeah. get that heat. So. Every year is a little bit different. But it is. I just, yeah, yeah I stop wearing jackets. Like but every year I get right, one, right one year closer to becoming a snowbird. Right. Really? Yeah. Are you tempted to go back or no, go somewhere else? We'll eventually buy a home, uh, when I say we, my wife and I, in Gilbert, Arizona, or somewhere in Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Maybe do the six-month, six-month thing. So were you, um, so I, I guess we give a little background. So you're a real estate agent, broker, uh, investor, um, Keller Williams Realty, you own a good chunk of it, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, were you an agent uh, in California? No, my mom was. That's how I got into the real estate. I actually used to play baseball for a living. Really? Um, so right out of high school, I played baseball for 12 years. For a living? Um, for a living. People paid yeah. you to play baseball? Yes, isn't that crazy? Were you, were you in the major <laughs> leagues? Or? I played in the minor leagues, big leagues, major leagues. Yeah. Holy crap. All the above. Tell um, me, tell me more. Why don't I? I don't. I didn't know. Did you not know? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, something I loved. You know, as a kid, and when they said, "Hey, we'll pay you to play," I was like, "Heck yeah!" So I played okay. again right out of high school. Got drafted. Um, had a college scholarship. Said, "Why am I want to go do paperwork and essays and reports when I can go get paid to play baseball?" So. Hell yeah. I played for till I was 30, had forearm surgeries, um, said, what the heck am I going to do? My wife's a stay-at-home mom. She's the one with the college education. And I said, let's get into real estate. You know, so yeah. my mom, my parents moved up here, and so I got into it as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. What, what yeah. team did you play for? And what, uh, what in the big leagues, I was with the San Diego Padres. I was a left-handed pitcher. You were with the Padres? Yeah, so I know San Diego. I have Diego. Padres gear. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sorry, what, what, what position were you again? I was a pitcher. Pitcher. Pitcher, yeah. I should know this. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't follow baseball, obviously, anymore. Right. That's funny. All right. Um, so did you become an agent right away when you moved up here? I did. So within, when did I move up? So sometime in, well, I moved up here in August, middle of August, and I was still trying to play after my forearm surgeries. Just couldn't throw hard enough. But when I moved here a week later, I actually went to Taiwan to try to play. And... Uh, 
I was not throwing in as hard as I used to, so I was getting the crap kicked out of me over there. And uh, oh, man. Uh, came home, got my real estate license, and uh, a week after I got my real estate license, you'll laugh about this, a couple people, or about two dozen people from our office is going to this thing called family reunion. Yeah. I was like, I'm in. I had no <laughs> idea what the heck I was doing, right? Yeah, and that's an intense one. It's an intense one. Right away. Right away. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, I was kind of around it with my mom because she was in real estate in California yeah. at the time. But uh, For those that don't know, it's a it's a big old convention that Keller Williams Realty throws on for agents. So this was... Um, to, 2006. About, 2006. Okay. Yeah, Before February they, of 2006. They're now the largest real estate company in the world, but back yeah. then they were not. They were not. Yeah. There were still eight to... I think there was at least 8,000, maybe 10,000 was a lot in Las Vegas. Yeah. So now there's about 15, I think, is what Okay, so that was still pretty huge. Yeah, that was yeah. big. It was just a herd of red. Keller Williams yeah. red everywhere. Uh, Pause a little for a little moment. Okay. I can't believe you're a pitcher for the San Diego Padres. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, when my kids go to bed tonight, I'm going to go under the guest bed and pull out my baseball cards, and I probably have some. <laughs> 2002. 2002. 2002. Okay. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through there. I I could have you under my bed. Yeah, I'll bring one. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Wasn't expecting to say that today. It's amazing what you learn, huh? <laughs> right. Okay, back Keller Williams. Uh, you're at the convention. Go. Uh, just <laughs> holy cow! Are you just like you said, overwhelmed, especially being yeah. a new agent? So I just kind of picked a few things that I figured I want to get good at that uh, interested me. Um, so that's kind of what the direction I went. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I first started uh, at Keller Williams was 2011, yeah. and I immediately jumped into this bold program. Right. Had no idea what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With my somebody um, told you to team. do it, and you said, yeah. "Sure, I'll do it." Yeah, you're like, yeah, you should go to this. Was that Ben? Terry no, the, this was um, in Florida. Oh, I started. Okay. I started Orlando. Okay. Um, can't remember her name. Yvette. Yvette Perez, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, but yeah, I was just I, I was not intending real estate. Um, as an agent to be my long-term thing. I wanted to just learn a little bit more about real estate to, for my own investing purposes. And mm. yeah, that was that kind of, I, I didn't know that you can grow a business as an agent. I right. thought you were just a self-employed person because right. I saw my dad. Well, the real estate side can fund your investing side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I didn't know how much leverage you can give yourself. I thought you were just, you would just work yourself into a divorce. Right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but... But, but that was an eye-opener. Go, go the Keller Williams training is just amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. It continues to get better, too, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did you, so when you started off, um, did you start growing a team right away, or were you a single agent for a while? I was a single agent. Um, I got into the business again because of my mom. She was still in California, so I was a single agent for a bit until she moved here. And then her and I worked together quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. So I stayed a single agent for, for a while until her and I, then we hired an assistant and just did everything ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So prior to that, did you have much experience in investing? Uh, no. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Did just you ever? Not, not in real estate investing. Not real estate investing. Stock market, mutual funds, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah but, sorry, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what what gave you the idea to start investing in real estate? Did you, was your mom into it? Um, she was into it, but I just love cash flow. Okay. Right. You know, my 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 end game is I want to live off our cash flow. Right. You know, some people like seeing a big chunk of change in the bank. I'd rather have my money working for myself or for ourselves and uh, see the cash flow coming in. Okay. Could yeah. you expand on that a little bit for the people that don't know what you're talking about? So you're, you're talking about cash flow from rentals. Cash flow from rentals, yeah. So, so what or is any that? any other type of ownership that you have. Yeah. Right. So did you, 
did you read a book or anything like that to kind of get you fired um, up? I've read all of Gary Keller's books that he's ever written, you know, a handful of other books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Kiyosaki, is that how you say his name? Holy Robert cow. Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki, holy cow. Pretty close. Can you spell it? No. No? Okay, perfect. <laughs> but I read all his books. I can't say it or spell it. <laughs> read all his books, can't spell the author's name. Can't no. spell the author's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of YouTube videos you listen yeah. to, anything, you know, when I'm bored. I don't really listen to music, so I listen to the nerdy stuff. Me too. Right Great. there in that same boat. Yeah. All right, so. Um, so what? tell me about your first investment. Uh, first investments, um, single family home. Yeah. 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 Right. So, uh, I go in, put 25% down on them and cash flow return of at least 10% on each, you know, on the money down. Okay. Right. So I have, uh, my highest one is returning 22%. I actually just bought that, uh, in November. 22%, 22% on my money down. On your money down. Money down. Okay. Cash yeah. on cash returns. Cash on cash and returns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that just a long-term rental, or is that like a short-term? They're all going to be long-term rentals. They're all long-term. Yeah, right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about your first one and what, what it looked like and what made you want to, to buy it? And do you still have it today? I still have it today, yeah. I'm not going well. I guess I do flipping too, but that's a different side. So, you know, the, the investing part I want to try to keep for as long as I can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we still have it. Uh, what I pay for it. 157, I believe, is what I paid for it. So I put 25% down, whatever that number ends up being. Um, got a 4.5% interest rate, and we're cash flowing 465, 455, somewhere around there a month okay. on it. That's a pretty yeah, good price. Yeah. Do you remember what year that was? Um, Ish. Six years ago. Okay. Yeah. So a good time to be buying. Right. Six years ago. Yeah. 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 So. Since a few months later, bought another one, then bought another one. You know, the goal is to try to buy at least one or two a year that, that I keep yeah. and not flip. So in our in our local market, yeah, so if you bought something six years ago, it's at least worth $100,000, $200,000 more than what you paid for it, right? Did, have you, oh, yeah. Have you, uh, it's le- have you leveraged that at all with, like, HELOCs or anything I to buy more no. properties? Mm-mm. No? You no. just kept it? So you just, just kept it, yeah. Gotcha. So what I do is... is uh, with the cash flow of all of my investments, just grab that, what I make, and keep a reserve in this account, the rental account that we have, we call it, Yeah. and then pay one of them down faster and just keep paying those down. So one's paid off, or once they're paid off, this one will pay this one off, this one will pay this one off, okay. and continue to go that way, yeah. So in the last six years, how many single families were you able to accumulate? Um, right now, we're carrying just four. Just four, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're sitting nice in all of them. Are you doing your own property management, or I do you am, have? Yeah. Oh, which is man. which is? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I, my issue is I'm just too nice. Yeah, right? that sounds bad, but it's just it, it's. All right, I'm gonna be late here. I'm gonna be late there, and but people always catch up, and I don't know. You must yeah. have so you have nice houses. I'm guessing then they're nicer homes. Yeah, <laughs> nicer they're decent homes. Single family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any plans to have, have a property manager in the future? Uh, once I get up to a handful or if we decide to, to leave the area. Right now, most of them have just been all referrals okay. you know, from other agents. So I figured if Nick gives me a referral, then they're going to like you and not want to burn any bridges, so I'll take them on. Gotcha. Yeah. So you don't even advertise these. I don't advertise them at all, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's so laid back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Must be doing well. <laughs> right. um, awesome. So how do you decide what you're going to keep and what you're going to flip? I just go into it knowing what I'm going to buy, right? So if I know um, if there's a lot of money to be made in there, I'll flip it. You know, I'm 
I've flipped quite a few homes, you know, over the last, gosh, eight years or so. Yeah. Uh, my last really good one was a Dalton Gardens about a year and a half ago. Made 80 grand on that. Um, and that was like a long-term short sell, right? Long-term <laughs> short sell. Can you tell us, can you go into that a little bit? Because I'm sure people would be interested. I mean, you it was a short sell, obviously, the, the name will boggle some people because you're, it, you're that's selling. an oxymoron it was not short yeah. right? <laughs> it was not it was short long term you know it was a listing that somebody came to me and said they need to sell their home because they're behind on their payments and it's when short sales were fairly popular yeah uh, but it took over two years yeah Remember being on vacation with my family in the bank calling and saying hey do you still want to buy this i'm like absolutely for the right price we'll buy anything right right you know so uh, i think i remember a couple of years ago you came by my office and you said you just got this one that you're that you've been working on for a long time for a long time and yeah. um and it's, I think it still needed to be fixed up, didn't it? Yeah, but I didn't do anything to it. I cleaned it out because they were you orders. I spent $500 to clean it out and didn't even put it on the market and sold it to Neil McClellan's uh, clients here in the office. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't <laughs> All, by referral, again. All by referral. All by referral. So those who don't know, short sell, that's when you are buying a property short of what they owe on the mortgage. Um, and you're getting an approval through the bank to do that transaction. And they'll usually just uh, yeah, forgive paid. the de- they'll forgive the debt. Right. I paid two twenty five or two thirty five for that, and they owed about a hundred grand more. Oh wow! And they forgave the the debt. Yeah. 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 And sometimes they forgive it. Sometimes they don't. There, there's short sales could be tricky. Right. But um, uh, we don't see them much anymore. But I remember when I first started in real estate, that was more than half my business was all short sales. Right. And it was and yeah, each yeah. one took a minimum of four months. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we bought a handful of those and flipped them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you think we'll be seeing short sales again anytime soon? Um, I don't think in our area that much. No. You know, our, Why do you our, think? Our, our, homes appreciated so much, mm-hmm. and I don't think we're seeing what a lot of the country, you know, unfortunately is going through. I think in some parts of the country there's going to be some, uh, but I think this time the government's really going to help people. Yeah. There's the forbearance or you know whatever they're looking to do. Gotcha. Yeah. So could you tell us a little bit more about the brokerage in Keller Williams and what what got you interested to actually own a piece of our local? Um, uh, market center here and what and if you don't mind sharing like what that looks like and what kind of responsibilities you have yeah so a couple of years into real estate so 2008 I can't remember exactly when we purchased this so around 2008 2009 I had our team leader come to me and say hey um, I heard our Keller Williams brokerage might be for sale would you want to you know entertain looking to buy it uh-huh I was so new to the area. Nobody really knew who I was. Um, I said, man, I will look into it if it's a good investment. I'll do anything with my mom at the time because she's very, she was a very, very smart lady. Um, I loved your mom. Yeah, she was, she was awesome. <laughs> she was awesome such lady. a great. But I know she had a great business background to her. You know, yeah. She didn't come from sports where it was just, hey, go strike somebody out. It was, hey, let's figure out the business part of it. So I said, if you get a few other people that have great uh, reputations in town, Personally, I'll really look into it. Uh-huh. So we brought on TJ Barnhart and Mike Threadgill, and so it was the four of us, including Dennis Ranch, who owned a couple of Keller Williams over in uh, the Seattle area, which he still yeah. does. So, so he had uh, some experience. So he had some experience with the Keller Williams model. With Keller Williams model and all that. And then, there it is. Everything's a model and everything's a system yeah. with Keller Williams. So, and then uh, he, that is a really good group of people, though. Yeah, they, it was it was great. I mean, the crazy thing is, is we're we're, we're good friends, but Mike and TJ and I, we didn't know each other. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah. it was just like. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Let's buy this thing together. How much money you got? You got enough to write a check for this, right? So we bought Keller Williams. Gotcha. Do you mind telling at the time what, what that, we got what that went for? We got a good price for it. Could, are you allowed to disclose that? Or is that, I don't know. does that have to be confidential? I was probably confident. Okay. We got, um, 
a really good price for it. Okay. So, yeah. so you, you brought in four people, including including Dennis Five, I guess, that Nona can negotiate pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so it's definitely have... paid itself off. I'll put it that way. I would, I would imagine <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And Keller Williams is a different model. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's um, you know, the, the local owners, if it's run right and in, in the market's well, you can make some money. You're not going to become a multimillionaire or anything. No. Right? Because just, you split the profits. It's great cash flow, though. It's great cash flow. And great that's for what building I relationships. At, right? So, yeah. Interesting. We don't have to talk about it. But I, I, well, I do. I, and, do and I, think, I want to talk about it well, as well. No, no, and I was going to tell you, I think last year, uh, and I didn't count them yesterday or today, but I did when I was doing my taxes, I made uh, money seven different ways. So seven different ways coming in. And you look at that sometimes, and if people are only making money one way, I think that's where they can get stuck in a down market or any type of market, right? Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing you have you know, listeners that are school teachers, and that's how they only make their money. Well, you know, if you're looking for I investors. I think that's so risky. It is risky. I think I, that's the scariest thing to me growing up as a teenager right. and thinking about, holy crap, in a few years I'm going to have to get a job. Uh-huh. One source of income, because I read Rich Dad at a very young age, yeah, yeah. and it was just it was just scary to me thinking that you know one person can dictate <laughs> right? my All financial. Of a you're fired, and then you're like, well, what do I do now? Yeah, you only have one client, right? Like today, I think I had like eleven or twelve different streams of income. That's so awesome, and yeah. it's just amazing if one gets shut off. I think I'm okay. Right, right. absolutely. <laughs> you can create as many as you want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, Keller Williams alone. I mean, the profit sharing. Right. I don't know if you, can we talk about that much. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I made twenty-seven so I, grand last year in profit share. I made five grand. That's so which sweet. Which is not twenty-seven, but four hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a just month. a little extra. Four hundred dollars a month. I, I didn't have to work for that money. Right. I all I made was I made an introduction. Mm-hmm. Hey, this person you should talk to. Right. And that's it. <laughs> Such a small percentage of Keller Williams agents take advantage of it. I don't know why they don't. Well, I, I think some of them, in what we've found out, is is uh, they don't think like owners, mm-hmm. and they say, "Well, it's only going to help the owners, right?" Well, no, you made five thousand bucks, right? I mean, that's just last year. Just last year, and it was and about, about the same. The year, you just, it was about the same the year before. You never know who is going to be in your downline that can all of a sudden recruit fifty people. Yeah. Right. So I'm fortunate enough to have I'm, Ben Fairfield in my downline. And now you got Kyra. And now I got Kyra. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> it kind of looks that way. I think so. <laughs> well, well, if you look at that, when I got a call from Dennis about interviewing Kyra, yeah, right. Uh, Kyra so made, it, Kyra, it wasn't your idea. Talking first, about right? leverage, she made over two hundred grand last year. If she yeah. made over two hundred grand, that means I made over two hundred grand from the work that she did. And all of a sudden, she became team leader. Now it's like, oh shoot, I have to go sell homes now, right? <laughs> Yeah. Find another Kyra if I will. you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but yeah. Uh, there's nice. people with that work ethic are out there somewhere. So how many different streams of income do you have now? You've got your rental income. You've got the... Um, and when I count rentals, I, can, I count that as one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So is that what you do too? Um, sometimes. Yeah. I've got the Airbnb income and then the long-term rental income. and then So I don't like look seven, at the four single families yeah. as four. I look at that as one because that goes into one account. Then we flip homes. Then... Uh, we mm-hmm. make cash flow off the, the lease of this building, then an owner of Keller Williams, then profit share, then commissions. Flipped a couple places last year. I don't know how many of that is. So, um, oh, then you got uh, stocks and mutual funds. Yeah. Um, you know, from 401ks or Ross and all that stuff. So, 
Did, I'm curious. Could we talk a little bit about stocks and stuff? Are, are you pulling back at all? No. With, Why? With the stock market? Do you anticipate? You don't anticipate. So what we do is, uh, and, and I'm super excited because my daughter just turned 20. Uh-huh. And this is one of my favorite things of being a dad. I have three daughters. My oldest is 20, 16, and 14. Well, my 20-year-old, who's a sophomore in college, just got done with her sophomore year, Yeah. Um, is going to school pretty much for free. She got academic scholarship. Plus, we've invested for each one of our kids since they were one month old. But she still likes to work. She's got, you know, my, my wife's work ethic and, and grandma's work ethic. You know, she's a lot like grandma was. She has saved over 30 grand in her bank account. What? Yes. So she's just turned 20 in April and she has 30 grand in her bank account. That's pretty sweet. How much of that was her doing? <laughs> All of it. I, I don't put money in her account. My wife maybe occasionally what, does. What kind of dollars a year? So she's just doing just. So she just works and saves her money. Just works and saves. Yeah, money. because right now her bills are nothing. So she's staying at her house now. So she lives there. We don't charge her anything. Um, but yeah, she's going to school, getting you going know, to be a nurse, and that's got to feel great. It's awesome, <laughs> right? So yeah. you know, I tell her. But also, what I was getting at on top of that is she contributes to a Roth IRA mm-hmm. every month, right? And so I just said, hey. Even if you, if uh, listeners out there just start with 50 bucks a month, she's doing more than that. Yeah. But man, I just said, hey, you're going to be a millionaire by the time you're like 50. Yeah, you got to start so young. You got to start young. It's just <laughs> so compounding I, interest, right? Yeah. Right? I started my daughter off when she was six months with like a universal insurance plan yeah. that like accumulates savings gotcha. over time. Yeah. And then she could just take over that yeah. when she's 18. I did so we started our son. kids on uh, an account. I can't remember if it's called an UGBA or the exact term for it. But they got the lump sum when they were 25, right? Okay. So whatever's in there. So they're able to use it for school. They're able to buy a car with it. They're able to buy whatever they want. Um, but when they're 25, they get the lump sum that's left, right? So what I've seen her do is go, oh, man, do I need that? Do I need this? No, I don't, right? So yeah. she's become smart and wise with her money. And gotcha. it's, it's awesome to see. There's a lot of adults out there that don't have 30 grand in the bank. No, there's not. Right? Yeah. My assistant just made 30 grand. No, that's awesome. That's great for what you guys did too. And and, and, that's and, a, and who brought on the buyer? Uh, you you guys did. The Thank you very around. much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tight niche community here. That's it, right? <laughs> Two offices down. And and looking at the comp, they got a good deal. They got a good deal. Yeah. Everybody got a good deal. Yeah. But for her to make 30 grand like that, I mean, 30 grand's a whole lot of money. But it's that, life changing. That, it's life changing. And I know she was excited and yeah, she appreciated that though. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, so, you know you have talent there, right? So how do you, you don't want talent to leave. So no. what do you do? You help them out. That's that's the, the whole business. That's it. Is yeah. just making sure we're hitting their goals. That's it. And yeah. our goals are hit by, yeah. that's all you got to do. Just focus on helping people get what they want. You'll get what you want. Absolutely. I, tr- I truly believe that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. So how do you, how much time, in a day are you spending on all your businesses <laughs> like do you really well now it's actually changed even more it's changed a lot right right yeah just in the last few months becoming the op role right you know it's a lot of zoom calls listen to gary keller which we did this morning mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the leadership stuff and so you know our job is uh, is to hold kyra accountable or the team leader accountable uh, but also with her being new and i knew i just don't want to throw her to the woes what she's good at but yeah you know, we're, we're trying to feel Get some love back into our office, back into our agents here, and you know, part of our job is to get out and recruit. Gotcha. Right, so it's uh, time blocking for that. Time blocking, you know, like you said, you just got to look at it all. Yeah. You know, it's 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 amazing what the calendar is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The calendar just controls me. <laughs> it does, <laughs> just, right? Purposely. But if it's not on the calendar, what does Gary Keller say? It, it doesn't, doesn't exist, exist, right? Yeah. 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 And that is very this true. Is just, 
I, think, I, do, I think I do a very good job with the family stuff too because I still have two girls in high school. They or one's going to be joining high school, and they love sports. Yeah. Right. So I pencil out the times they want to train or do some other things uh, for basketball or whatever sport they're in. I coach a lot, and so that goes on my time block first, and then everything else goes around it. Yeah. So this so this podcast is more geared towards just it, real estate investors. Yeah, um, you doing it all. W- would you recommend that? Do you think every investor should have their real estate license, or do you have any opinion on that? Um, I, I think if an investor can get lined up with an, a realtor like yourself that understands the investing, then no, I don't think they need to get their license. Right? Okay. As long as they have somebody they know, like, and trust. And and if that agent says, hey, I'm gonna be finding you deals, but just so you know, if I show you five, I'm gonna probably buy two of them and you know, you have the opportunity to buy a couple of them too, right? Right. Right, so sometimes, you know, if they don't want that person that has the opportunity, they can dive in too, right? Okay. Right? So gotcha. I, I don't think they need to be licensed. You know, a lot of people don't want the uh, to go through all that. Right. They just say, hey, go find me a deal and go write it up. Right. I got a buddy that actually jump started me into a lot of the flipping and said, hey, let's just go find deals. Yeah. Right. What, what part of investing have you like, in, what have you enjoyed the most? Single family, rental investing, flip investing, or like business investing? Um, whatever the market's in. Okay. Right. So I, <laughs> it's weird, you know, and uh, how long have I been doing this? 13, 14 years. Uh-huh. Seems like about every 18 to 24 months I get bored. Right? I need something else to do. You know, I really so enjoy the flipping part of it. Um, I was buying quite a few homes at the courthouses you mm-hmm. know, uh, when that time was in, when the foreclosure markets were big, but there were a lot of competition down there and those guys started spending 200 grand to make five grand. Yeah. I don't like those margins. Right. right. So it was me and a buddy flipping homes. Um, he was in construction, so he's a contractor. And so what I would do is I just wouldn't take a commission on that part. And if anything that we had to do, if we had to finish a basement for 30 grand, we just, we would pay the people doing it, but he wouldn't take money on top of that 30 grand, right? That 10 or 15% or whatever right. it looks like, right? Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, I really like the flipping part of it. That is fun. But I also, if I'm going to spend 200 grand and he's going to spend 200 grand. We better have a nice rate of return. When you you were doing that pretty heavily for a while, right? Yeah. Was that like all? Was that just what you did full time, or were you no, also working real with clients? Yeah. So yeah. you were still working with buyers and sellers. Yeah. So I, I can't remember what year it was. I flipped eight or nine homes, made in the six figures personally from there, and still sold about thirty something homes that year. Nice. Yeah. So when when did you bring on a buyer's agent? Um. Well, me and my mom kind of split that role. She was working with a lot of the buyers too. Uh, oh. Okay. And then she became the OP, so that kind of stopped. So. It was a handful of years ago. So I worked with Josh Brothers for a long time. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, he just showed my listings yeah. two days ago. Oh, Josh is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Josh is a good guy. And then, um, yeah, just finding somebody who can run like Kyra was able to. You know, there's no need to go out and find other people when she can do 48 on her own. Yeah. And I think that's what she did last year. Yeah. So are you, are you actively looking for uh, a new agent then at this time? So what we're doing right now is Kyra and I are just working with our sphere of influence. You know, people that we've done deals with the past and friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, we're not chasing any other business or doing stuff like that. So okay. if anything comes in, we'll, you know, we'll refer it out. Gotcha. Yeah. So that part of your business, the real estate sales, you're kind of dialing that down a little bit or just taking what's coming? Just taking what's coming. Yeah. 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 So gotcha. the goal is still to make, you know, enough, right? We still both have goals, but then also uh, now the 
come in the OP again. You're going to just take some of that time and go put in the other people. Yeah. Right. Do you feel like with business or opportunities, is it like does it start with the person? Like if you found the right, if the right Cairo came around again, would you just ramp that sales side up again? Yeah, I believe so. I feel that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you can find that person. Okay. What they say in the profit? You watch that show? The people, profit process and system. What is it? Uh, process people. People process. Yeah. I don't think it's seen definitely that on show. the people. You would like it. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus Limonis. Spell that name too. I can't. Don't <laughs> He's a billionaire, but he goes in and helps <laughs> buy his companies and turns them around. Okay. You know, there's some drama included in that show, which I don't like. I just kind of fast forward it, uh, but it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah. I don't have cable. I just it's YouTube. Just Netflix. YouTube. Okay. It's probably on YouTube. I, I'm guessing. I guess uh, everything's on YouTube. <laughs> everything's on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have any advice for the um, investors out there might, that might be struggling finding deals? Well, I, think, uh, I think investors get stuck if they don't think they have the money. Yeah. Money is never an issue. And when no. I say never, money is <laughs> never an issue. If it's a good enough deal, there will be money to be, you know, people will invest with you. Right? Have you, you, have you done? I've, I think so. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's I, a, I bought my first... I, the first house we bought didn't use my own money, and right. you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to because yeah. the deal. I mean, I bought a house for forty-four thousand, right? And that was enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To yeah. So I I know personally, it's money's not an issue. It's just having the right deal. Well, I, it's I don't it's even, having the right character too. It's because some. I don't even, even care if you have a deal. find a flip that you can purchase for four hundred grand, and it's worth five fifty. There's you can go find four hundred grand, or more. Yeah. Right. So even at the small amount of forty-four grand, you know that's easy to find. But you, if, if somebody's out there and they say, "Hey, I got a great deal at four hundred grand or five hundred grand, and it's worth this," there's always money to be found. Yeah. All right. Are you? Uh, do you think? What do you think of multifamily in this area? Um, Have you given it much? I think thought? our rents are a little low on them. Yeah. Right. You know, really. So the cash returns a little. You know, I, I've seen them tick up a tad, but uh, but I have looked into possibly buying or uh, building a triplex or a fourplex. Okay. I was finding some dirt, you know, I already have a builder lined up that would, you know, that would go and he'd even talk about partnering on something like that. But I think it's great. Okay. Yeah. Especially if, if you're a first time, uh, investor shoot, I'd go buy a duplex or a triplex and live in one of the units. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I recommend that a lot. Absolutely. It's a great way to start. Get it's an FHA loan and rock and just, just save up 5,000 bucks or whatever, whatever, whatever you it takes. For the down yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Go sell so, a car. Go buy a house. <laughs> well, actually, that's why I did my first <laughs> on our first property. I I had to sell my uh, motorcycle to to we, the hard money lender. At least wanted like a thousand bucks down. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even have that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but I had this bike, so sold it for seventeen hundred bucks. Made it work. <laughs> and look what you did. Yeah, had an right. extra seven hundred dollars. How much is seventeen hundred worth now? Uh, we made forty four thousand five hundred on that. First so you could buy a couple Harleys. Could have never bought. I haven't, haven't gone I haven't, back. I haven't you didn't even miss it. it. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You don't miss stuff like that. No, you don't. Yeah. Which is interesting. You think you're doing all this for the cash, but then it's it's just it's an excitement thing. It's to build yeah. wealth over time and I do it cash so my kids can help people out. You know, it is cash flow to help people out, but I also want to help my kids in the future too. Mm-hmm. You know, things are getting more expenses or expensive as we go. You know, my mom and I used to talk about that a lot. You know, raising a family now is way more expensive than it was back in the day. Holy crap, yeah, it is. Right. I don't know how my my parents raised four kids, yeah. with an income that's that was less than half mine. Well, you just look at the technology, <laughs> and I can barely, right? get, yeah. yeah, right. And then if your kids are into 
you know, like my kids are into sports, right? So, you know, start making these club teams and doing all this. You got to travel. You know, it's something you don't have to do, but it's expensive. Yeah. Right? So. Um, I mean, just, just having insurance, daycare, that yeah, kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Between insurance and daycare. Um, you got to sell two houses. Yeah, we spent, <laughs> we spent like 2400 bucks a month just in wow. insurance and daycare there for two kids. Yeah. Um, anyway, don't have to get into that too much. But, no. Yeah. But it is more expensive, so. All right. Oh. Well, thanks. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, these are awesome. Yeah. Oh. So um, what's what's next for you? Always looking for the next property or the next rental or the next good deal. Right? Okay. Or, we'll or, we'll or, wait or, 18 to 24 months. You'll be doing something completely different, right? <laughs> <laughs> it won't That'll be. be you know, I'll still be on real estate. You know, my goal is to, you know, like you said, just to help enough people. Yeah. Right? Because it is, it is fun to watch. You know, just somebody, you know, and, and again, I... Uh, I've talked to agents in our office that want to get into investing, and I've asked them if they've talked to you. I've asked them if they've talked to Dennis Spencer, John Thomas, you know, yeah. I know you're in a region, and they're like, well, no, I haven't. You gotta go learn. Yeah. Right? Um, learn from the people that are doing it. Why not? I'm surprised, but. And then let everybody know you're looking to buy, too. Right? Yeah. You know, you're, you're always a buyer, aren't you? Always. Always a buyer. Yeah, I might buy one today. I, that's awesome. <laughs> and and I heard at one of our team meetings a couple months ago when we were actually doing them live and in person, a realtor that's been doing this for eight to ten years saying, "Hey, I just finally realized that I should buy that that home." I'm like, "You just realized you that? Just realized that? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you get stuck in a mindset. I, yeah. I get it. You get distracted. Well, when I started in Florida as an agent, it was rock bottom prices. I mean, houses that were selling for two fifty. We're going for like sixty-eight thousand yeah. bucks. I remember, yeah. and it would have been an incredible time to buy. And that's and then I just got stuck in the mode of just trying to make a living, right, right, and selling these great deals to investors, mm-hmm. making my seven hundred dollars right. <laughs> per transaction, <laughs> per transaction. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. and just missed out on a lot of great opportunities and didn't get started until a few few years later. Yeah, so right. um, woulda coulda shoulda. But I'm glad I'm doing it now. Oh man, I, I'd look at it and go, you know, some of the homes I flipped, you know, a handful of years ago, and holy cow. Yeah, if you would have just held on to half held of them. Held on to them, man. But, you know, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that just allows you to do other things, right? It allows you to fund other things, you know? Yeah, so. it does. All right. Well, thanks again. Awesome. Well, thank you. All right, we're done. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in to the Investor Shed Podcast. Please like the video and subscribe to the channel for instant access to all future episodes. If you or someone you know has investing experience or stories to share, reach out to us in the comments or via email.